Hey, welcome folks out there. This is another edition of the Page Turner. I'm your host, Nate Turner, and I am here so that we can write your next chapter together. So folks, I am real excited about this show tonight. You know, I talked before about the fact that I wanted to really be able to bring you all a lot as far as um, tech was concerned, um, as far as money was concerned, and just overall life. And the guest that I have on tonight is going to really be able to just touch on a lot of things that I love sharing with you all. So um, just briefly, before she comes on, um, I I was thinking back when we're talking about streams of income, and and this is going to be the topic for tonight, uh, using your skills to bring in multiple streams of income. Now, I thought back about the the whole term about multiple streams of income, just income in general, using your skills. And me, I started with cutting grass. So if anybody out there, they know how to make money cutting grass, that was just the basics right there. That's really how we got started. So going from there, I tell you what, just knowing how to bring in multiple streams of income This day and age, for everything that we got going on, is something that we all really, really need to know about. So without further ado, what I want to do is bring on an expert in this particular area, folks. This this young lady is, I mean, think about using both the left and right side of your brain. I mean, somebody that is is really, uh, she's been a former you know, person, a veteran in military intelligence. Um, She is uh, just real. She has her own business, CEO of her own business. She is an artist. She is all things. And and when we talk about multiple streams of income, she even is here tonight to explain how we can have that in this day and time. So without further ado, I want to bring on Kirby Plessis, to the podcast. Welcome, Kirby. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Nate. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited about you being here. Uh, I've known you for a while now. Uh, We don't get a chance to really talk and see each other as as often, but I tell you what, just everything that you've been able to do um, as a business owner, uh, a tech professional, uh, and just all that you've been able to do, I, I really you know, excited to see the things that you've been able to accomplish here. So I want you just to kind of jump in and really tell us a little bit more about your background so that folks can really kind of understand who you are and, you know, what you've been able to do over the last several years. So I'll let you go ahead and explain. Okay, Okay, sure. So I think that I need to mute something. Oh, I don't know what the audio problem is, but anyway. Okay, so um, I'm a small town girl from Montana. And when after I went to college, I realized that I wasn't going to get the dream job just from college. So I joined the Army. And in the Army, they taught me to speak and, uh, you know, read Arabic. And so I became an Arabic intelligence analyst. Well, as things kind of went along, I realized that I was very, very good at technology. And part of it's coming from my father, who was a computer scientist. But 
as we went along, I realized that I was very good at understanding the internet. Part of it also reaches back to that, that um, Arabic intelligence background because we were doing radio theory. And believe it or not, the logic to radio theory and the logic to the internet kind of mesh. So I dove into the internet in one of my first intelligence jobs in DC and became an OSINT expert. OSINT meaning open source intelligence. And I became well known for somebody who could really get stuff out of social media. I was um, eventually uh, asked to be part of an innovation center, which was a blast, so much fun. And, and then I started my own company and really specifically offering OSINT training and OSINT services to federal agencies. But also now I, I also do state local agencies as well. My biggest customers right now are DEA and the, and the NDCAC from FBI. So I still, I still run that company. That company is 12 years old now um, and we just do cyber intelligence every day. However, at one point living in DC, I, I decided that's not how I wanted to, you know, the rest of my life to be. I didn't want to kind of be in that East Coast. Like I said, I'm a Montana girl. I wanted my mountains and I wanted a little bit of space. So I looked for somewhere else to live and, and knowing that I could do a lot of my work remotely since I was just traveling anyway. So I moved out to Arizona. So I live now in North Phoenix, Arizona, and I have my mountains. I have a lot of space. I've got a lot of heat. That but I continued just basically still working that cyber uh, intelligence aspect of it, even though I could tell, you know, that my the right side of my brain was basically kind of waking up at that point. And I realized that I really loved making art. So I just started making art just as a hobby. Eventually, I ended up getting some stuff into some galleries up here in the area. And I realized that I would love to transition from you know, maybe do some, still some cyber intelligence, but move into more of the art world. Well, what I realized is that as an artist, you have to put in the time. You really can't just like, now you're a successful artist. Yeah. But I did realize that there was a gap in there that ties my cyber intelligence background together with my art. And so what I really want to like emphasize to everybody is kind of one of the things that I did is I took what my background was and applied it to my what my dream is and okay. that technology me getting into all those social media and figuring out how to get intelligence out of all those different tools wow. i have to use a lot of the marketing tools because the marketers are the way that um social media makes money that technology background i can translate to my artists to help them get their stuff online play the algorithms get found so again my, my history was me trying to find people who didn't want to be found now i'm trying to help people who sometimes can't be found, get found up at, you know, toward the top of the list. And wow. Yeah, that's kind of the, the goal that I would have for everyone is, is you figure out, you know, where you're at right now, where you want to be, and figure wow. out what your, what your current skills are that can take you there while you're building up the skills for the, for the goal spot. So again, that artist spot, it's going to take me time. I'm going to have to work, I'm going to have to practice. But meanwhile, I can still have multiple streams of income from my past career and this bridge of marketing career. So you, so you really, you just learn how to adapt. I mean, mm -hmm. you come and then you open up, you know, the right side of your brain. You say, hey, you know, I can do art. And then there are others out there that, you know, in the same art community that can do the same thing. And so you used your whole background as a tech person, as a mm -hmm. intelligence person, who you were going from just finding people who didn't want to be found to right. just going out there and say, hey guys, 
These are the things that you really need to know in order to make extra money, to have multiple streams of income, and then just to be able to really in this day and time have something to really be coming in because I, I'll be honest, I mean, nowadays there, there are certain folks that are struggling when it comes to, you know, things going on. We, we see so many different, um, so many different um, commercials, advertisements, uh, news broadcasts, uh, rather, about folks that are losing their jobs, folks that are getting laid off, folks that during the virus that, you know, businesses are closing. I mean, everybody is making adjustments in this day and time with everything going on. So what you're saying is, is that you've thought about it. You put the, the thought process into, hey, you know what? Everybody can do these things. So why don't you share a little bit more about uh, some of the things that you've been able to to do or to show people how to do in order to make more money? Absolutely. So again, like when you're when you're an artist, you've got to put that time in. And I found a lot of people who are great artists. They put the time in. Their art is fantastic, but they didn't necessarily know how to reach some of the new people on social media. So when this pandemic hit and mm -hmm. the galleries were all closed. They didn't know what to do. So one of the things that I did is because I already knew how to use tools like right now we're on StreamYard or Zoom or things like that, because I already knew how to reach people that way, I started a, a group immediately as soon as the pandemic hit. And we meet twice a week and we just sit in the mornings and it's specifically for artists to talk about how do you get art on online? How do I get in front of people? How do I create a newsletter? And how do I get people to subscribe to my newsletter? How do I make a website that's a, that's effective? How do I share effectively across Facebook to get as many eyes on it? And because I have that tech background, I can I can help them with that. That's one stream of income. Being the person who kind of like ties that together, creates that group. My art, of course, itself is a second stream of income. My original um, position as the CEO of my cyber intelligence company, a third stream of income. And then you can continue onward from there. So maybe at that point you start seeing, you know, the, the different um, and technology is such an enabler for all of this. But you start seeing as an artist, I'm using these different tools to create my art. But here's something funny, some kind of meme that just kind of hit the Internet. I now know based on the art that I've been doing that if I can create the image, there are a ton of places that I can have print on demand to sell the image. So, for example, Redbubble. Um, Society6, Zazzle, so I can make different products, sell them, and then market them separately as well. So that can be a whole other stream of income. Wow, wow. That, that is something. I'm, I'm thinking back to when uh, there was a time years ago when printing business cards was a thing, you know, and, and you know, I actually used to print business cards out. I mean, it's very little margin there, but I used to do it just to get that extra stream of income because, I mean, honestly, I think back to just really working multiple jobs, so to speak. I mean, there was a time where, you know, I had a full-time job and two part-time jobs until I got to the point to where uh, my efforts got me into, you know, one particular position. But now, you know, even though you got one position that may cover three different jobs, you get to a point to where, you know, what happens if something goes wrong with the one that you have? So right. you still need to have multiple streams of income no matter who you are. So what you're saying is that essentially I can go out because 
know I'm and I'm looking at it from my perspective. If, if I'm if I'm not an artist, like what I can really do mm-hmm. according to what you're saying, in, in terms of going out and just knowing what, what I can do just to be able to make more income. And one of the things that you, you just highlighted was, you know, print print on demand. You know, things are already out there where you can get things printed and make money that way. What what are what are some other some other things like can, Go into more detail about um, some of the other things you mentioned, because I know you mentioned your business and things like that. But um, just just share a little bit more about, you know, how you've been able to add these multiple streams and, and really develop them into something that's going to make you more money. Let me give you another really big example, and mm-hmm. that is online classes. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you do that you are good at, somebody else needs to know. And that is that is a big business for me. Um, it was a big business even for the pan- before the pandemic for my cyber intelligence because I do travel around and teach in person a lot. But we did have some online classes, you know, webinar here, et cetera, there. As soon as the pandemic hit, everything went online. And so we were providing online classes like that immediately to, to our customers who normally would have us there in person. And we added other courses, webinars. We do a webinar series every Thursday. So for example, just before uh, I started talking to you, I actually had a webinar for children on how to spot fake news, right? So this is one of the things that I do is we set up these different webinars for my tech company. So when it, when it came to the point where I'm moving over into art, well, why don't I do online classes of the type of art that I do or online classes, which is what I'm really doing right now, online classes on how to use technology to help market your art. And so that's what Curious Kirby, my other company is about. It's about that. And mostly we sell online courses and online coaching. And that's, you know, online courses and coaching. We're using right now Kajabi, which is our platform, which I love. I've been using them for years. It's fantastic. But you can do it even more on a budget by using something like Skillshare or Teachable, where they have the platform. They take a percentage of your profits instead of letting you profit the whole 100%, but they, the platform costs nothing. Wow. Wow. That That is amazing. See, all these things that, you know, we may or may not be thinking about, you know, online classes. Now, I know folks are out there and if you're out there and you're saying, well, you know, I don't really know what I know. I mean, think about it. You you have to think about what is it that you know that you can offer as training to somebody out there that you know needs to know about what you do. I mean, think about that. You, you can offer any kind of, of, of service. I mean, think about anything that you can do. Think about the time frame in which you can do it. So you know how long it's going to take you to do um, creating an image. Let's say you know how to create an image. You can do that. Figure out how much you want to charge for it. Figure out how long it takes you to do it. That's your service. That's your extra money. Hey, if it's only $50 extra a month, that's an extra. You keep doing that, then you're actually creating an extra stream. That's better than if, say, you know, you're looking for a raise or something like that. If you're on your job, then you're making an extra, you know, maybe even $50 a week or something like that, a couple extra hundred dollars a month. It just all adds up, right? So just thinking about that thought of what you were saying, I mean, online classes, that's that's something that folks can be able to do right now. I mean, everything is online, everything is virtual, and what you're doing is you're saying 
that people can go right now, be able to um, go out, share what they know, and then be able to profit from that. That That's exciting there. It could be passive income as well. You could do recorded classes. So for example, I have one where something, and this is something I really want to stress as well. You may think that this is too simple. Nobody's going to buy this class. But there are people who do not know what you know. An example would be, I have a very, very basic understanding hashtags on Instagram class. Super basic, six mm -hmm. very small videos, no videos more than two minutes. I have them in a little string inside of a class and I sell that as a class for 20 bucks and it sells. People love that. Uh, because wow. there's a lot of people who don't understand, you know, why would you even use a hashtag? And I happen to know that little piece of information. So mm -hmm. I can now create an online class and sell that. Oh, that's fabulous. See, and those are the types of things that sometimes we don't even really think about. Like, you know, it could be something where, you know, you know how to uh, fix a leak mm -hmm. in a sink. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, you could just say, hey, you know, I know how to do all of these things, these maintenance related tasks. And then you put that out there for a class. You may think, well, you know, I mean, people can call someone or they can do this or they could do that. But it could be literally somebody that's saying, you know, look, I want to be able to do like all these these sets of skills. I want to be able to do this set. And then this is going to teach me this set of skills. I want to be able to, to get that 20 bucks. I mean, obviously, you know, that's a no brainer. I, yeah. And I don't have to do anything. It sits there and people yeah. purchase that at that point. Let me give you another example. When you talk about the, the plumber kind of idea, like if somebody know if you know that kind of tech, that kind of skill very well, uh -huh. you might say, well, people are going to go to YouTube and look at it. Then that's where you should be at YouTube. There may be other people yeah. are stuff on YouTube. What I like to say is build your legend, build, get, get out there on YouTube, do the, some, some tutorials. Right now you're doing it for free, but as soon as you get a certain level of, of subscribers, you can now monetize. You can mm -hmm. also sell swag. What, what, I mean, what I mean by swag is that same Zazzle, Redbubble stuff where now you have your logo and people are buying your yeah. t-shirt with your logo because they appreciate you. And you can actually yeah. get memberships on YouTube now. You can have people join and they get certain uh, videos early or special techniques or whatever. It's kind of like Patreon or you can, of course, go to Patreon as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Man, I tell you, I'm just, you know what? I, I'm taking notes here, Kirby, <laughs> because some of this thing, you know, some of the things that I think we really take for granted is, is that when we when we have a, a lot of things that we know, like some people are, are know-it-alls, right? Mm -hmm. And if you go and sit down with them, they'll tell you all you need to know about anything that's out there, anything, stuff that you don't even want to know about, they know the answer to it, right? So now all this talking about this, 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 and that. So now essentially, if they really sit down, really think about it, they can put this stuff into a box and say, you know, I'm going to sell this. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there and you know that you're a know-it-all, package even that up. Even if you're not a know-it-all. Package that, I know, even if they're not a know-it-all, right? Even you know what you're good at and you can use that and help other people. Absolutely, and, and 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 that's that's really key because then there there there's the other folks out there that are saying, you know what, I don't really know it all. It's like you know they may just know you know something in particular, but if you do something well and you know that you know it, then why not go ahead and share that? Begin to get out there and and, and then go from there. So I, I tell you what, I mean we really have to step our game up 
nowadays, right? We really have to get out there and just really make our, our ourselves known. Uh, yeah. I hear the song, you know, that says, um, uh, closed mouths don't get fed. And so, you know, really, let's say even if you're, you know, not a, a, a person who talks a lot, all you have to do is hit record and record what you know with nobody looking, do it in the comfort, do, you know, if you sing in the shower or whatever, you know, just record the audio or something like that. But, you know, the, the main thing is that, you know, you have things that you know, you can share those things, you can make multiple streams of income from that, and you can do it in several different ways. So um, when I was thinking about this coming up, I said, you know, I, and I asked you, I, I, I'm going to put out there that, that I asked you this. I, I said, um, you know, I'm like, wow, Kirby, you know, I, I look at you as, as really knowing a lot of, of things, you know, tech wise. I've, I've heard you, you know, talk about, um, you know, Facebook imaging and, and talk about things on the dark web. You talk about, you know, teaching kids, um, you know, fake news and, and things on, on the Internet. So I'm just thinking that, you know, she's really an expert in a lot of different things, but really, you know, what is it that you want to talk most about? And you said sharing about multiple streams of income, using your skills for multiple streams of income. My mind went, that's perfect because that's exactly really what, you know, we need, I need just to be able to, you know, move throughout this time because, Nothing is, is, is real. I mean, there are things that we really still are learning that we don't know how things are going to go down the road. And just from what you're sharing, some of, even some of the websites, some of the things that, that we're able to do, these things are very important for folks that are out there who may be at a point to where they're sitting at home, not really knowing what to do. This is something to really kick them into gear. And folks, you do have to have the mindset that you can do this. It's not really anything that's very difficult. If you're online right now, then you're able to do the same thing by recording your info and putting it out there. Same thing. Same thing. Same way you, you record a video for, for Facebook, Instagram, uh, you know, put pictures out there. Same thing. So that that's that's really uh, that's very really very very key there. So if if you had to to really kind of put it in a step process, so to speak, for thing you know something for folks to really consider, uh, what would you say would be maybe three things that folks who are really looking to really profit, really you know take advantage of using their skills to build multiple streams of income? What would you say would be three things to maybe really consider overall when you're doing this this particular venture? What would you say? Absolutely. Okay, so this isn't something I've thought about, um, but I would say the first thing is identify that skill and identify whether, the, here's the three things, identify if you can sell a product with that skill. So again, that could be something that even on the print on demand, you create a design and all of a sudden you're selling mugs with that design on it for t-shirts or whatever that is. Um, the second thing is figure out how you can teach that skill. Do you make a, a class on Zoom? Do you create a, a Skillshare class? Do you buy a, 
a thing of Kajabi, which is, I think Kajabi is about 200 bucks a month at the lowest level. But if you can, if you can sell enough classes to make it at least that cover that 200 bucks a month, that, like I said, it's recordable. It's something that you can just leave and let go and you can start purchasing. Then there's great support groups for that as well. And then, um, can you provide a service? All right. So that, so think of your skills. Is it a product? And if it isn't, figure out a way that it is. Find a way for it to be a product. Find a way for it to be a teachable skill. Find a way for it to be a service where people hire you to do it. Those three things, there, there's a way to get those three things for everything you can do. So again, if we go back to the plumber, the teaching is obvious, right? You can obviously they you can teach that person. You can also, you know, have a YouTube where you teach or, or class specifically. The um, services are also pretty obvious for the plumber because you can go and help people with their plumbing. But the you might think, well, there's no product. There are there are products. There are, there are thousands of plumbers across the United States, and you can make cool designs on mugs or whatever that are just plumbers would get. Nobody else would get. That's called niching it down. Niching it down to just the people who will, are the in. You know, they they they're the ones who understand you, who get you, and you can sell T-shirts and mugs and that sort of thing to that to that uh, audience. Wow, wow! Didn't didn't really even think of that. Now I'm having all these these thoughts in the back of my mind about you know what would be on a mug for a plumber. Mm-hmm. And I mean, well, are you in that community? You wouldn't know. See that community? Know. I'm not gonna know. know, know. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking about all the things they deal with. Yeah, I, I, I could just think of some some things there. So just to kind of uh, recap, I mean, what we want to do is. We want to identify our skill, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that if you, you know you got a skill, you really have to figure out what that skill actually is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, think about what it is that you know, and then that's your and skill. And it's never too little. Remember that, too. Never you too think, little. You You're think, right. oh, that's easy. It's easy to do. Yeah. Hear. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You, you know, that, that really, you know, speaks volumes because, you know, a lot of times... I've heard people that are really skilled at something and then they don't make a big deal out of them. So, you know, that's just, that's, that's just something, you know, but nobody really knows that, you know, people would pay to really know that. And you may not be in a mindset that where you're a salesperson. And I think that's where some people get tripped up and say, yeah, you know, I know that, but I'm not really a salesperson or whatever. You don't really have to be a salesperson if what you do is you identify your skill, you say, hey, I'm going to put that out there. I'm going to record it, maybe. I'm going to do it live, you know, whatever it is, but I'm going to teach it. Then that becomes this product or service that is available for folks to be able to purchase. And all you had to do was share what you already knew. You just got to get in front of them. Exactly. You, you, you do what you do and get in front of them. You just have to get in front of them. So in, in saying that you just have to get in front of them, I know like we're, we're right now, we're online. Mm-hmm. Um, getting in front of them, how, how easy is that when it comes to, let's say that, you know, okay, yeah, I have the skill. I, I've identified the fact that I can do um, art. You know, so now, yes, I can do art. So what's the next step? I mean, now I know what my skill is. 
Kirby, what what's the next step for me? How do I get in front of people? Because I I kind of maybe think I know, but how do I really get in front of people such that I can actually present what I know to them? Like, what's the best way to do that? Okay, so again, we'll start. We'll do with the art. If you're if you're an artist and you need to get in front of people to sell your art, if you're selling your art, you need to get in front of collectors, and so you have to identify who is that person that I is going to collect my art. Who's going to be my art buyer? Where do they live? How much money do they have? Where do they spend their money? Where do they go? Where are they hanging out online? Also, if I'm an art an artist and I want to teach my skills to other artists, where are the artists online? Where do they go? Where do they shop? Where, et cetera. Because in order for me to get in front of them, I need to know where they are. So I have to find, you know, the, the art forums, the artist forums, the buyers, maybe there, there's not, a, you know, I mean, there are art buy-in forums, but if I'm th- talking about like a, a local collector, somebody who buys art for their house, they're not going to be hanging out in art buying forums. They only buy it, you know, when they need it for the house and when something grabs them, but maybe that there instead I find out, you know, What's their, you know, how much money are they making? Where are the people, who, you know, who make that much money? What, what kind of things, what hobbies are they doing, et cetera, and get myself into those places. So when I think of those places, especially online, since we do a lot online, I'm thinking Facebook groups. That is my number one thing is join the Facebook groups that are relevant to the people who would be purchasing your content. If it's a plumber trying to sell mugs, he gets into Facebook groups where plumbers are talking about new skills or new wipes or, or even like whatever. And then he puts the mugs out there and it says, look how funny my mugs are. And they're like, oh, that is great. And so they order them. Hey, hey, there you go. So Mm -hmm. essentially what you're saying is that you really need to know your audience. Mm -hmm. And then once you know your audience, you need to be engaged within those groups so that now, I mean, you you can't be hanging out, you know, um, over with the the plumbers if you know you really are interested in selling your art you have to know where the artists are where they hang out um the groups that they're in you know what's being talked about where the buyers you know all these things if you're if you're dealing with your audience you have to identify your skill you have to identify your audience and just really be in all the same places or areas that they're in because those are the folks that are going going to buy your product or service. They're the ones that need it. And so they're the ones that you can easily be able to share this information with and know that it's going to the right people in mass quantities so that they can be able to buy your product or service. So this is one of the things that's great about um, social media right now, specifically Facebook, Instagram, Uh and Pinterest is that you can say, okay, I'm an artist and I know my buyers live in this neighborhood. On Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, you can say, people in that neighborhood, I want to buy ads that only they see. Yes. Yes. That's, 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 that's really important because now you can, you can, you know, have that granular, uh, just sort of breakdown there where you don't have just this, this whole broad, you know, base of folks that it may be the majority of the folks in the base don't, have no interest in art Mm -hmm. so if you get it down to where now i got a hundred thousand folks who all they think about is art because they're all in the art groups then everything that increases your chances and if you're sponsoring those particular ads 
then they're targeted for the people who really need to see them in order to buy your product or service. So now you're really helping yourself out and you maybe only have to do that for a bit just to kind of get yourself going and folks know, right. oh, you know, and now the mouth takes over. Mm-hmm. It, it just, it, momentum takes over. So yeah, so that's very, very key there. Uh, and I'm glad you, you mentioned that. So get out there, start joining the Facebook groups that are associated with the skills that you possess where you would offer your product or service. And then that way you begin to to build that audience and, and just to know where they are and be able to, to benefit from their presence there. Wow, wow, great stuff, great stuff. So um, let's, let's talk about, um, so multiple streams of income. So you talked about you know the things that you can do with your with your own skills, with the things that um, you know you can offer as a product or service, and things like that. And now I know that you own you know your own business as well. So let's say that there are business owners out there, and let's say that you know they're saying, well, you know I think things are are, are really going okay, but you know the business is really their life. Like this one particular business is all that they do. All their time, all their money, all their their efforts are really consumed in this one business. And they may be saying, well, I don't really have time for anything else. I don't really have time for um, focusing on anything else out there because I got this business and it's consuming everything that I have. So what would you kind of say or suggest uh, for those folks out there? This can all be done within the purview of a business. So if your business already is like my cyber investigation business, then you again, you're thinking of, can I teach them? Can I provide a service? Can I provide a product? You're already doing one of the three because that's what your business is focused on. So we're focused on training. But now the services, now yes, I do investigations for global security companies. Right, so now that's a service. And then the product, now we haven't offered a product through my company yet, but we could definitely offer, uh, we have enough of a fan base that I think if we, if I made cyber jokes on t-shirts and that sort of thing, that people would purchase them. So that's maybe, you know, like a next step for my company to also create some kind of a product. This can all be done within the purview of one company if you want to do it that way. Wow, well, see, it, see, see how our mind works, folks? I mean, cyber jokes, like she's a, a cyber jokes. and just like that, she's like, you know what? I don't have a product right now, but you know, I could do t-shirts that have cyber jokes. Mm-hmm. I mean, folks. Like those I kind of know. insider jokes, people love that sort of thing. They feel I like. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's, that's just, you know, amazing. I mean, just, you know, t-shirts with, I mean, because I'll tell you what, I'm a t-shirt guy, right? I'll just put it out there. When it comes to my birthday or, or, or Christmas or anything like that, if, if I can get, you know, I'm, I guess I, I call myself a geek or whatever. Um, if I can get, you know, a T-shirt with something geeky on there, something about, you know, leadership or, or something about business or, you know, anything that just sort of really appeals to me, I'm a T-shirt guy. Like, I'll, I'll say, get me T-shirts on these topics. Mm-hmm. So now, I mean, if you've got a cyber teach, you know, cyber jokes, who cares if it? I like it. I want to get it because Especially I'm in that you, area. That's a joke. Yeah, you, you know, get to me. 
And you're surprised, like when you're walking around, if you're wearing a really kind of unique t-shirt that only certain people are going to get, yeah. you'll find people just in the crowd who get it and you're going to know immediately, that's my tribe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it, that's it. And you never really know because essentially what you're doing is, let's say that, you know, I'm wearing a cyber t-shirt, the, the cyber jokes t-shirt, right? We'll just stick with that. Mm-hmm. So now I go walking through the crowd and unbeknownst to me, um, somebody says, oh, yeah, you know, I like that. I like that. And we strike up a conversation, right? And it's another guy who owns his, his cyber company. And we make the connection, right? And that could be the business connection that you need. It could be like playing golf, out having conversations over on the golf course. You're having conversations because you wore your cyber T-shirt and now you're engaged in a conversation just with the person that you need to be connected with. And so everything just kind of works out from there. So, I mean... Yeah. Let me add more. Uh-huh. That guy that you just connected with that now you have a great business connection with, he maybe wants my t-shirts too. See? There you go. There you go. Man, I'm telling you. I'm just... uh, I'm excited, man. We're going to go ahead uh, because, you know, I want to make sure that... um, get everything in here uh so let let us know uh kirby um any closing thoughts or anything that you want to say to really kind of let folks know you know uh, these are the things that you need to do but why don't you go ahead and just share something to kind of close us out and then i want you to tell folks you know where they can find you online and then um you know we'll go from there Okay, so the number one thing I'd say is, again, don't sell yourself short. Whatever the idea is, you think it's easy, I'm not going to know how to do it. So you need to, you know, take those ideas and, and throw them against the wall. And feel free to use me as a sounding board. If you, if you have an idea for a business and you say, would this work? Chances are I will work with you and we'll figure out a way to make it to work because I love that type of brainstorming. So as far as where to find me, you can find me on Twitter as Curbster, which is K-I-R-B-S-T-R. Or else you can find me at Curious Kirby. And we have a Curious Kirby Creatives group on Facebook. That group is for artists, but it's all my brainstorms. And people who aren't artists are definitely welcome as well. So. All right. All right. Hey, thanks so much, Kirby. I really appreciate you being here and sharing those results. And uh, I tell you what, it was really, really amazing. And uh, I'm, I'm just really excited about actually going and doing some of these things myself. So everyone out there, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you had a great time listening to the podcast. And again, this is Nate Turner, your host of the Page Turner. And this is another edition. And folks, let us help you write your next chapter together. Thanks so much, Kirby, for joining us. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care.